0: This is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN+. Yes. Back in better than ever, Greeny, 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 Greeny,
1: Greeny, I eat a Snickers with a fork and knife.
0: That's <laughs> exactly right. J-E-T-S, jet Jets, Jets.
1: Chris Black. Oh, what's up, guys?
0: Pop, pop, pop,
1: pop. What's up, fellas? All right, so uh, I've been listening this morning, Cap. A it's a victory Monday. The Bears lost yesterday. Your mic needs to be turned on. on. That's a, a fine, and Abdallah's going to give you dollars for the fine bucket.
0: Whatever. <laughs> um
2: sign, sign my ball. So, damn right. <laughs> I was not the one who coined the victory Monday. <laughs> I said that it's pathetic that we're the worst team in the NFL. It is. And people are like running around town like, we got it! Oh. One person's not turning this franchise around. No, it's not. And this is the most important
1: offseason that we've seen in Bears history. No There's question. no doubt about that. And the Bears hold the number one pick. They have the most cap space by almost double of the second team that has available cap space in this yep. offseason. Yep, I got dollars to spend. Uh, this is the easy part, right?
2: All of this has been easy. Yes, to lose and to be bad to this point has been easy. Well, the White Sox, y- you're a Sox fan. Mm-hmm. He's a beloved Sox fan. It's his sure. favorite team of any Chicago team. Yeah, they, it was easy to trade Sale and Katana and Adam Eaton and all these. Yeah. It's been really hard to take the next step. Correct. So Yeah, correct. It doesn't always work like the Cubs in Houston.
0: So, Chris, what we laid out is the big difference between what Poles is doing and the previous GMs is is that... You take a look at those previous GMs, and they were trying to stack on top of what already was here. Yeah, that had to be quite a sales job for Polls to be able to tell George McCaskey, "Hey, man, yeah, yeah, you have some talent, but we want to be able to start fresh, level this franchise, and start new with Justin Fields being the linchpin for all of this." It's different because the other ones we mentioned, like Pace and Emery, and, and, and others before him, Angelo, they were just stacking on top of what was already here, and then having one-offs. For the playoffs and then going the wrong direction the following years
2: yeah
1: absolutely and uh, we will take your bears calls here up until noon with carmen and yurko so 312-332-3776 bears calls live and local here in chicago we're continuing this uh as we head towards carmen and yurko at noon you're right jonathan and i i would also say like when you look at this grand scheme of things i talked about this on the show last week um In baseball, it works. You can tank for an extended period of time, and we've seen success out of those situations. The Cubs cap that that team intentionally lost to then eventually win Houston. in 2006 Houston's the best example they intentionally lost and they are still good mm-hmm. something the cubs could not do because what there's there's this whole discrepancy with funds right there's the pandemic hit and then ricketts and the team they just poor poor uh, Rick, you know no one goes to Wrigley Field the whole thing it's just it's, a sad situation that's actually not
2: even the real reason they they drafted horribly okay, okay uh, it's that it's was, an organization that should still be contending no, and no. they're not for 10 um, years, they missed a lot in the draft.
1: We've, we've seen it in the NBA to some extent work where you can have an extended tank and kind of, like, you could still argue that trust the process still kind of works because the Sixers are still a championship contending team. They haven't done They're it. Their
2: window's open.
1: But they still have a player who you could argue is top five, top ten. The window is still there. Mm-hmm. In football, I, I know you guys were going through the different teams that are now in the playoffs that had very little wins last season who are now there this season. That's how the NFL works. You hit the bottom of the pool and you spring right back up. There is no extended tank. So uh, for anyone to suggest that Ryan Poles is going to get a let's figure it out year now, uh, next season, that's not going to be the, the case. They're going to have to start winning football games. It, end of story. And and for for us to to critique the team and to watch the team and listen to the fan base it's not going to be oh well too bad so sad when we get to week six and the bears are one in five that's not going to cut like, it. how many year. wins
2: are you expecting next year well it's not an expectation you thing see the i mean schedule yeah From i Courtney? saw the
1: schedule okay. it, it, it's it's a last place schedule and you're facing off against very few elite quarterbacks you face two on the road mahomes and herbert Right, Loss, losses. Who, who knows where Brady will be? That might be a home game for you. It might be a game in Tampa Bay. Who knows? Because the rumors that he may want to go to Las Vegas. So outside of that, Aaron Rodgers, where does he go? The, the schedule is littered with teams who have extreme quarterback questions. Sure. So if you assume that they're going to spend the cap space, they're going to get a good player in the draft, things should trend back towards 500 at least isn't that what jacksonville was this year and they sneak into the playoffs at, uh, in the last weekend
2: yeah they had a i think a better roster than the, the bears have the worst roster in the nfl but but were you saying that in comparison to the
1: giants at this time at the start of the season He was not. Back in September, we weren't saying the Giants are a playoff team. I'm the one
2: that said they were not going to win any of the Jets, Giants, or Falcons games on the road. Just
1: just look at the roster composition, though. Were
2: we saying that the
1: Bears roster was so much worse than the Giants at the start of the season? It was worse, for sure. But was it first pick in the draft and a team in the playoffs? I don't think so. People were putting the Jets, the Giants, and the Bears in the same
0: grouping at the start of the season, and that means, especially with it, starting the season, that was somewhere in the middle. It was not the worst. Yeah. It was yeah. not a playoff, was somewhere in the middle because Jets, Giants, Dolphins were those uh, coin flip games. Yeah, question. You weren't sure, like sure. you weren't sure if the Bears going to win that or not. That's why my. Thought before the season was they were going to be seven and ten because that middle part of the schedule. Because I didn't know what two and the Dolphins would be. I didn't know what the Jets and Giants would be. Sure, that middle section. I thought. Well, they could win or they could lose, but that depends on what the roster was.
1: So, Cap, to to answer your question, I don't know if I'm predicting or saying they're going to get to the playoffs next year. That's not what I'm doing. What I did do in September of this year is I said that this Bears team should be around 500 for most of the season. I said until December the 4th, they should be around 500. They weren't. I was wrong. But when you look back on the season, there were a few games there that they should have won that they didn't. That Washington game—if you have a number one wide receiver who can hold his his own at the goal line—that's a catch, touchdown. That's a victory. Yeah. You have Mooney who gets that still and, one and, and flails Washington and, win. and bobbles. Yeah. Okay. So, the, one, so there's there's one against Washington. Yeah. Obviously, that game against Minnesota in Minnesota, Smith Marset. That fumble was atrocious. The team was driving. He had a chance there. Okay. Maybe you don't get that there. There are spots on, on the schedule before the last couple weeks where this team was competing. So, so, so that's like
0: just, oh, that's six and eleven then,
1: right? And well, it's not the worst team in the league. So right. at that at that point, do but we their view roster all of this? says they're the worst team in the league? Well, their defense is absolutely one of the worst I've ever seen so in Bears history. Offense. Well, their offense had some spots this year. We we were excited. There were Mondays.
2: You guys were here. We loved it because talking of what about Justin did, which he yeah, and but they I were both putting up points. Like you, you field all the calls, but I would hope Justin is part of the future.
1: There, there there are a couple of games where we enjoyed the way that Fields is finding receivers down the down the football field. You are and right.
0: There, there are some games in which he scored enough points to be able to win games. If yeah. you have any semblance of defense, you can win those games in the league. Miami, Detroit, those two yeah. games at home,
1: the Bears could have won those games if the defense wasn't. As bad as it was, I I believe it's the second worst point given up in Bears history that we saw this year to the one Tressman year. So, I mean, when you look at it from that point of view, like the the team could improve defensively and all of a sudden now you're back into the conversation of competing
2: in most games. But you also got two tip passes to beat Houston probably don't win that game. Okay. And you absolutely play him again, you're going to lose by 30 to the 49ers. Well, you I mean, beat him in a monsoon. Right.
1: Yeah. And in all scenarios could change. I mean, at the time Trey Lance was their quarterback. And so if he doesn't get hurt, who knows how that season goes mm-hmm. for the 49ers. Obviously, they're they're a Super Bowl contender. They are now. Would they still be with Trey Lance? Was he going to take that next step? I still would put my money on Justin Fields as the
2: better player. Agreed. Totally agree. Mhm. Yeah, I so, still can't believe that, and I love Kyle Shanahan. I think he should be the NFL coach of the year. I think he will be. Yeah, He's won ten in a row I with think that's three a different fine, quarterbacks. Fine way to look at I it. I just think he misevaluated Fields versus Lance. I would imagine it's it's Shanahan, Sean McDermott will probably get a lot of votes just based on all the Sounds non-football like, things that the, the, the Bills of, have had to deal with. On DK, I think we looked on DK. Mm-hmm. I think it's down to pretty much Shanahan, Dable. And had Sirianni, Sirianni, had Sirianni, Sirianni is good option
0: too. Yeah, I just uh, so I understand your point, Chris. It's just that for you to be able to get say five more wins with this new schedule, right? Yeah, that you also are telling me that you will be the third best team in the division. Let's, let's take a look at the division where it is. Like the Lions have impressed. Unless you feel like this is just a one off, the Lions were very impressive. The Minnesota Vikings expect to be in the playoffs next year, and with the Packers. Like, I don't with Aaron Rodgers, it's the same sad story at the end of the season. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I want. He just wants someone. The drama. Please
1: love me. He's someone, just, just someone, like, just give me some love. He just
0: says he's just the guy. At My the girlfriend's end of, a witch. At the end of the bar, I said witch. Yes, you could say either one. It's fine. I think it all fits. <laughs> Nonetheless, you know the whole thing I look at is he's a guy at the end of the bar at two a.m. that's just looking for his North Face and just wants to go home because he's so sad because his girl left him. Then he like he, I expect him to be back. So that means that the Bears once again, will be the fourth team in the division next year. Despite whatever they do in the offseason, I just think it takes a little bit more time than just one off season. This is not the Bengals yeah. we're looking at.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it obviously does. Um, I just think that assuming they'll be the worst team in the league again, that's not going to be acceptable. And it, you're not going to feel that way. I know Cap won't feel that way. Right. Oh, I don't, and, did and you, you say
2: worst team yeah, in the league? No. Yeah,
1: if the Bears are, are still... Not winning football games, like for one, I think then we're going to have to have conversations about fields where he he may not be getting it, but I think he is getting it, so at the point that we get to next season midway point, I would imagine the team's going to start winning
2: along with him developing I, I know how my partner feels. If I had said to you in August they're going to go three and fourteen, and we're going to believe Justin is the answer. most people said. Not possible. I would have told you they would have more wins if that's what took
1: place. I would have guessed if fields, if we were feeling this positively about fields at this point, they would have had a few more victories. Because that's just kind of how the league works. How many other teams are in this position picking first with such a bad roster, but they actually have their quarterback? Right. Like, it, it's really a situation we don't see very often. Like usually, that? usually the teams
2: that are in this spot don't have the. It's like the well, Texans. We went through the top nine picks in the com- upcoming draft. Seven of them could not saying all will. Detroit might not could be looking for quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah it's it's, fair. it's possible. I mean, in, in,
0: in an average quarterback draft, quite frankly, I'm not sure if I see a superstar out of that. I and think again, the top two are pretty good. We'll see.
1: Uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure about will levis because watching those kentucky games their offense wasn't the strong suit right and when you your defensive minded team in the sec and you're barely getting by and and the quarterback's supposed to be a top pick mm-hmm. that to me is questionable um but i i think cj stroud's gonna be pretty good and i think bryce young will be pretty good and and so yeah you're right if you're not in the first couple of picks uh maybe there isn't depth for the quarterback position, but that might work into to Ryan Poles' hands because I think my, my, big, um, my big theory today is that in this offseason, at least until we get to March or the draft, Ryan Poles is going to have to make people believe that it's possible the Bears could take a quarterback because the only way you get the most out of other teams is if they think there is a real possibility that one, the Bears could trade fields, or two, you might pick Bryce Young, thus... Being uh, in a situation where you have two quarterbacks, maybe you're like the 49ers of the early 90s, mm-hmm. Montana and Young, I'm not saying the field is either. I'm just saying you're, you're going to go double barrel there. Maybe you're, you're Favre and Rodgers. You're, you're going to go with the idea that you want the, the biggest commodity in all of football. You go and get the number one quarterback and you say, okay, make me a deal.
0: I, it's all you, you pick up the phone for all of it. Sure. Absolutely. I just think for me, just as you just laid out, it's very rare where you have a quarterback that I think that you can mold and shape and build around and move forward from there. Like, oh, here's a quarterback. Now we're going to build around him. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's to me, Fields is the guy. And you just try to find what you can around him. I, I think Fields is the take guy to sure. Well, I,
1: and I think Fields is the guy. But if the Bears are out there tomorrow saying when they meet the media that we Fields is our guy, and there is no chance that we will take a quarterback. Now you don't have as much leverage. That's like polls yeah. has to leak it in the media, so you know Florio and uh, Peter King and his. His opus that he writes each week uh, suggests that maybe the Bears, (laughs) the Bears, could be wowed, could be wowed by a workout from a Bryce Young and say, you know, we like Justin Fields, we support Justin
2: Fields, but this is a true game changer in Bryce Young. Okay, that has to be out there. What if they come out tomorrow? What if Ryan Paul says, "We learned enough. Justin is going nowhere. He is our guy. We are open for bidding." On the number one pick because we are not taking a quarterback. I, I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to flip it that he comes out and says we've seen enough, he's not our guy, we're taking a quarterback. <laughs> no, 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 it'll be something. He says we're all in on Justin. He's the future of our franchise. Yeah. It, it's yeah. possible he it's, says if, that. If he said that, then I understand. Call me.
0: If he said that, then I understand why he took the Claypool deal. If he says that, I'm like, boy, boy, you're not very
2: good. Talk, talking <laughs> Just, about a guy who's, evaluation.
0: who's talking
1: blank last week in the media that his team gave up. Meanwhile, he goes out and did white yesterday. Yep. Not much. Yep. Okay. Um, I heard one other, before you guys go, I heard one other thing you guys are talking about, Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. If you think the Bears should make a call for Sean Payton, why wouldn't you make a call for Sean McVay? Oh, if he wants to coach somewhere else. Well, because you saw the reports yesterday, I, I heard a gr- I heard a Charlie. groan from Charlie in the other room. It didn't. That wasn't a groan. On. That was a whoa. Like well, I like that. You, you guys saw the reports last night with uh, McVeigh that he might be uh, not interested in the situation of a teardown now with the Rams after they spent all their money. They got their Super Bowl. It's not what he wants to do. That's what they were reporting on NBC last night. Right. If, if he steps away from the Rams and is available, why wouldn't
2: you make a call? Oh, to I 100% would, but it sounded like he wants to do TV and start a family. That's what it sounded like.
0: So much more money in TV. Yeah. So much more money. So Eber
1: flew for one more year and then you call? Probably because he, he's not going to stay at home forever. He'll, he'll pull the Brady. Eberfloes he'll for he'll one get home night. and he'll yeah. go. Wait, this is what being Honey. home is. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that's that's you, Cap. You're, you're going to get home today and you're going to say, "Hold up, I need to go get
2: a TV job now." My wife said to me the other day. she goes, "Here's a list of stuff." And you to go to Home <laughs> <laughs> Depot on this. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "This is." I, I, I came home be and she said, "You'll have a job in two weeks." No yeah. question.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, in one more year. Eberfloes in one more minute. Yeah. Then pick up the phone for for McVeigh.
1: I don't. I'm not sold on Eberflus. I think it's. Um, I think there's been some questionable I, things I'm right here. There with you
0: towards the end of the season. I've, I've uh, never felt that way.
2: The, li, you I, you I, said from the start. There be a, <laughs> a, in <laughs> the new stadium.
1: There Eberflus won't win, won't make it to Arlington Chris, Heights.
2: I came on the air and I said I've got breaking <laughs> news, hoodie. <laughs> what? Bears are hiring Matt Eberflus as the head coach. He's the Indy DC. He turns on his mic. He goes, <laughs> "Won't make it to Arlington Heights." <laughs> And then he's turn, a, and then turn a mic transitional off. hire. And he turned his mic off, went to the bathroom.
0: I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Transition, transitional hire.
2: Yeah. Right? Placeholder. Uh-huh.
0: He's Denny Savard. We're Quinville.
2: If you're totally serious, like, hey, man, we're all in. We're going to get Kevin Warren or Jim Phillips, some executive you got to pay $7 million a year to. Right. You should leave no stone unturned. Hold on a minute. Who's available as a head coach? Like, what if Mike, I'm not saying he is. What if Mike Tomlin announced today, I'm looking for a new challenge, I'm out. Yeah, you got to call.
0: You got to call. You got to pick up the phone, at least. Whatever happens from that happens, but you got to pick up the phone.
1: Our guy's stumbling out here. Is he okay? Yeah, I think he he used the, the, the railing to, to stay upright. Oh, yeah, he's all right. He's okay. He's all, all right. right. He's having a victory Monday.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, and we all are, as a matter of fact. He's happy. He doesn't look it, but he's happy about the number one pick for the draft. All right, all have right. calls. We'll
1: uh, keep talking Bears. We're in for Greeny, Black and Abdallah, and Carmen and Yurko are coming up at noon. So we'll keep taking your calls here at 312-332-3776. Who wins tonight? Uh,
2: I think Georgia by quite a few.
1: I, I don't think.
2: Georgia wins. He likes, you said the over, right? He likes the over, but he said, not sure about the cover, but they'll win the title. See, I, I've been against TCU for probably
1: two months. Now, each, each Chicago's College Tailgate show, we would come on the show and be like, oh, they face off against another ranked opponent. This is the week the Horn Frogs go down. And then they continue to win. So I, have, like, I get what they did against Michigan was impressive, but I think Georgia's just going to have way too much talent, especially on the defensive line. And, and they're going to get to uh, Duggan, and, and they're, they're going to win. I, I think uh, the other thing is uh, Chauncey told us the other night uh, mm. that a Horn Frog can shoot his words can squirt blood through their eyes as a defense mechanism.
0: Did you know that? I've I've been through that before. Did not? And That's I'm pretty pretty like nope, moving on. <laughs> what dated someone else? Yeah?
1: All right. Wow. Black and Abdallah in next. See ya.
3: This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2. The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000.
1: We're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Doll has the day off. We're live and local here in Chicago talking Bears football with you at 312-332-3776. Here on Greeny, there's only one place to start.
4: Here we go. Go, go. Only one place to start.
1: All right, so here we go. The regular season in the NFL ends yesterday. The Vikings beat the Bears 29-13. What a boring game. The Bears finished three and fourteen. And at the same time, we had our eyes on a game with the Texans and the Colts. Houston beats Indianapolis thirty-two to thirty-one. And the Texans finished the season with a victory. Shout out to Lovey Smith, coaching up his team because he knew he was getting fired. Fired last night. And the Texans finished 3 13-1, thus giving the Chicago Bears the number one pick in this year's NFL Draft. It's a big night for Bears fans. Thursday, April 27th, will be the NFL Draft this season. Free agency starts March 15th. That's a Wednesday. And for Bears fans, this is the biggest offseason in Bears history. You have your franchise quarterback. You have the most cap space of any team in the NFL. And you have the number one pick. You have that chip that you can now move. And you can hopefully get more draft capital. So the conversation that I want to have with you today at 312-332-3776 is about that number one pick. What should the Bears do with that pick? Here are some of the options that I think uh, the Bears have on the table. Number one, they could stay at number one and take the best player defensively. It could be Will Anderson. It could be Jalen Carter. Two good, solid defensive players. Build up your defense. That could be the way they go. Stay and take the best defensive player. They could trade back and hopefully collect more draft capital. Number three, they could trade Justin Fields, and they could use the number one pick on a quarterback like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. That's a possible option that the Bears could have at their disposal. And number four, they could go rogue on all of us. They could stay at one. They could keep Fields and they could take a quarterback They could take C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young and just say, hey, we're going to go about this because the the idea of finding the franchise quarterback is the most important thing to building a team. And in the off chance that Fields is not the guy, we want to make sure that we have every opportunity to find the guy and we take Bryce Young. So those are the four options that I've written down. You could stay and take the best player on defense. You could trade back. Into the first round at various points, you know, go get a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, whatever the case may be. Uh, you could trade fields and you could take a quarterback at one, or you could stay at number one, keep Justin Fields, and still take a quarterback. I think all the options are on the table. And my advice to Ryan Poles is he needs to make teams believe and make it appear as if taking a quarterback number one could happen. I'm not saying they should take a quarterback, number one. I'm just saying to create the leverage that the Bears need to get the most out of other teams who need quarterbacks, you need to absolutely make it appear that it is possible that you could go get a quarterback with the first pick in the draft. If you don't do that, then why would teams move heaven and earth to move up to one? They would just know that they have to get past the, that number two team and what they're going to do, selecting the quarterback. But if you don't make it appear that it is possible, I think you could get more in that situation. Again, I think Fields is the guy, and I think he's going to be here for the long term for the Chicago Bears. But I feel as if Ryan Poles needs to make it possible, make it appear to to the outside world that it's, it's certainly an option that exists for the Bears. Maybe it's a leak story there, maybe a... a A grumble here. Maybe you show up at a a scouting combine. Maybe you show up at a pro day. Uh, You got to keep your eyes on Bryce Young and CJ Stroud just to make it appear to the rest of the league that it's possible that you could take a quarterback. Chris Bleck in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000. We'll take your calls coming up next at 312-332-3776. What do you want the Bears to do with the number one pick? We'll talk to you next.
3: You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports.
1: ESPN One Thousand. Chris Black filling in for Greeny today. Black and Abdallah usually weeknights six eight. Here on ESPN One Thousand, you can listen to Jeff and Tyler later from six to six thirty before the national championship game TCU in Georgia. You can listen to the game right here tonight on ESPN One Thousand. All right, Bears fans, you have the number one pick. What should the Bears do with it? I think Ryan Poles has to at least make it appear that it is possible the Bears could take a quarterback. We gotta figure this out. What would you do at three one two three three two three seven seven six? Johnny on the north side, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Johnny?
5: It's Eddie. Eddie.
1: Are you yeah, sneaking in with me. uh fake names now?
5: No, he must have not got it right.
6: Okay, so here All it right.
1: is. Hold on, Eddie. Jason, on the road, you're on ESPN one thousand. Go ahead, Jason.
6: Hey, what's up, Chris? Uh what, thank you guys up, for having me on on the show.
1: <laughs> what's going so, on?
6: You know, being a, a life. Uh, a lifetime Bears fan um, I, I've i always known that the Bears need a great quarterback you know now we're trying to figure out is Justin Fields going to be like the Patrick Mahomes or the Josh Allen and I haven't seen that from him this year I mean there's been a lot of highlights on him missing wide open passes and his IQ I understand that you know he, he needs to grow into the position but every great team starts with a great quarterback you know yeah. and I I, and I think, you, you know, like, if if we want the Bears to go into that next tier of, like, being a championship contender, you know, like, Justin Phil, he, he's he's a great quarterback. He, he does a lot of great things. But as far as being like what, what like, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen does, they the game just comes to them. They, they never force it or anything like that. So my take on, on this is, like, should, they should entertain – Trying to bring a first-round pick as a quarterback, so that you know maybe try to see if if there is a a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes-style quarterback on, like on the block, and you, you know like it's good to have options, and it, it's like a win-win because if they don't, um, let's say they get um, Bryce Young and and they have Pat um, Justin, yeah, like. You could trade one of them. Like, just say, hey, you know what? Bruce Young was way better than than, um, than Justin. Hey, anyone would die to have Justin Fields. I think it's a win-win from both standpoints.
1: All right, Jason, thanks for the phone call. 312-332-3776. That's why I'm laying out the different options the Bears have with this number one pick. They could keep Justin Fields and still take a quarterback. That is possible. I think Justin Fields is the guy for the future. But I think you have to make it appear as if it is possible that you could take a quarterback so then you get the most out of the teams that need to move up and get a quarterback and make sure you have all the leverage. All right, I I couldn't just start with Eddie on the north side, but Eddie, I, I cut you off there. Go ahead, my friend.
5: No, that's all right. So here's my plan. You either draft the guy from Kentucky, Stanford, or Tennessee. Stanford? I really like the, the Stanford guy. Yeah, he's 6'6. Tanner McKee? Five. What? Get out of here. Stanford? What do you mean? He's a top five quarterback in the NFL draft <laughs> this year. Okay. He's coming up. All right. I, I don't, well, look at him. He's, he's got the build of an NFL quarterback. And you really over watched there.
1: a lot of Tanner McKee at Stanford this season?
5: But we're not drafting no 5'11 quarterback. I'm done with that in the NFL. And I don't need to tell you about Ohio State. Where it's still intact, as I said, is no quarterback has ever come out of Ohio State and become elite. Because you cannot tell me that Justin Fields is elite already.
1: Well, I, I, I I've think... never said he is elite already, but you have to give me the, the quarterback you. Last week you called into Black and Abdallah, and you gave me quarterback you was Duke that that's the that's one of the worst takes i've ever heard in my life duke no, is a quarterback you duke,
5: because that is uh, you tried to the sell the me that daniel
1: jones is elite quarterback that's not true I didn't, that's completely I wrong
5: say it, so what what's quarterback done, you what he's done he took a team that had three wins and he brought them to the playoffs and i heard so much stuff about uh, an older new york giants quarterback where they wanted them out of out of town and that was Eli Manning because of his stats but the only thing he'd done he won two Super Bowls for him so that that's a fact and that's a period of it but these two other guys that are being drafted they're going to drop down and if they could trade Justin I'm thinking the high second round I don't know is somebody going to give you a first rounder for him
1: was a starting quarterback in the league who's young, so I would imagine so. Well, I don't know. You never know. Well, Eddie, you're you're, you're pitching Tanner McKee, who threw all of 13 touchdowns at Stanford this season. You know that this is college football. 13 touchdowns in 12 games? 13.
5: This is what I believe, Black. This is what I believe. And it's I what you believe. It's it, a terrible belief. If you took
1: any of 13. He threw 13 touchdowns that, this year.
5: If you CJ Stroud threw
1: 41
5: if you took Pricing any of the that I mentioned and you put them on Alabama and Ohio State, they have the exact same stats, even better okay. than them too.
1: I understand that point. Here's the problem. Yeah. You want to know why Tanner McKee didn't get to Alabama or, or Ohio State? Why? Yeah, because he, he was not a five-star recruit. That's why. He's not the caliber but, of player that the others are. That's why.
5: Bl- Black, there's there's quarterbacks sitting out there, and they're great, and they never even get a shot at it. And that's where I'll bring my last point to. Joe Burrow wasn't getting his shot. He, he was at LSU. Ohio State and went to LSU, two of the biggest programs in all of college football. He went to LSU and threw 60 touchdowns. Six interceptions, the best performance of a college college quarterback ever and won the championship.
1: You do realize Ohio State and Stanford are two different spots in college football, right?
5: Yeah, no, I understand. And so was Texas Tech where Patrick Mahomes came out of. So was uh, uh, Wyoming where Josh Allen came out of. So was Stanford out of all these other ones that came out of. Oregon, all of them. You know what they are? They're elite quarterbacks now.
1: It's Herbert, right? That's who uh, Herbert, you're mentioning? Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. All right, Eddie. Uh, All right. Uh, and the other one from uh, California is the guy on Green Bay, which one everybody hates. Well, yes. Yeah, i er- they lost, too.
1: Okay, but, Eddie, here, here's the thing. College football's changed a little bit since the time Aaron Rodgers came into the NFL. I would imagine Aaron Rodgers, the prospect now, would not go to Cal.
5: What about Purdy, then? Brock Purdy? Yeah, you, th- you think he's an elite he quarterback? Justin Fields in three or four games. Okay, I know he got drafted to right. a great team.
0: Yeah, okay. And he
5: took advantage, and so did Patrick Mahomes. Got drafted to a great team, and then when uh, Alex Smith was done, he came in and he had all the weapons, and he took advantage of it. But still, they came in and they're doing what they're told to do, and they're one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl with the guy that was drafted last in the draft.
1: So you're out on Justin Fields, huh?
4: I'm out. That's
1: Uh, it. All right. Thank you, Eddie. Okay. All right. 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 There's Eddie. Yep. You too, Eddie. Yep. Quarterback, you, Duke, in Wyoming, from Eddie on the North Side. I suggest watching some college football. There you go. We'll be back with more calls.
3: Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: Black and Abdallah in for Greeny today. Taking your calls here in Chicago, live and local. Talking Bears with you at 312 332 3776. Carter and Gurney, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Carter?
7: Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm good. What's up, man? Um, so, my question is do we trust Ryan Poles to deal with this offseason? We have probably the, the best situation possible. Anybody can tear it down, but can he rebuild it? In my opinion, the reason why I asked this question is I think that he made one really questionable move. You might not like this. I'm a lifelong Steelers fan, but obviously, being from Chicago, I pay attention to the Bears a lot. Sure. I could have nudged him on the, on the shoulder and said, Chase Claypool for a second-round pick, you're out of your mind. So, in my opinion, I think that I haven't seen much out of this guy that, that makes me confident that he's going to make the right choice. With the first overall pick, whether they keep it, whether they trade it, and I think that it's probably uh, likely that they trade it. They don't need a quarterback. I think that it would be way too risky of a career move for him, and in general for the fan base, to get rid of Fields and take somebody else when Fields just proved that he might be the guy.
1: Yeah, and that's a fair point. Good call, Carter. Appreciate you. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. When you look at Chase Claypool, to this point, he has done absolutely nothing in a Bears uniform. That might be tough for him to hear, but it's the truth. He had two receptions yesterday for 29 yards on six targets. A lot of just not getting it done. I pointed out on Friday night's show of Black and Abdallah that <laughs> when you look at Claypool, his best game in a Bears uniform as far as receptions go. We go back to the Green Bay game on December the 4th, get five receptions on six targets for 28 yards. How are you a number one or number two wide receiver getting the ball five times and only gaining 28 yards?
7: I don't think he's a number two wide receiver, to be honest with you. And we had him in Pittsburgh and I think that uh, he maybe had like some good highs, but in general, I think that he was averaged at best. I mean, he was, he was beaten out by, by George Pickens this year. He was a rookie and I think he's got a lot of talent, right? yeah. but didn't Green Bay also offer the, the second round pick for, for Claypool? I mean the Bears should have just let him over let them overpay for a guy who has proven to be average over the past couple of seasons.
1: No doubt. And, and and that's where you you look at the situation and you have to question Ryan Poles to this point. Why did we dislike Ryan Pace so much? It was his inability to make up for mistakes. Right? Like think about all of the different Things that he he botched with bad draft picks, reaching for players, and then trying to fix the problem with free agency or doubling down in the draft. I mean, it's early when it comes to Ryan Poles, but at this point, the wide receiver position is a complete mess, and some of that is because of the current GM. Your big signing in free agency was Byron Pringle. What did he do this year for the Bears? Almost nothing. You reach for Vales Jones Jr. Don't give me that he came on late BS. He was terrible this year. Cost the Bears games. I don't care that he scored on a little Jets sweep in the final game of the season when your team already gave up. Not interested in that. I'm interested in guys making plays when it matters. Sorry. This is a real town, real city, big market. Charter franchise. Uh, this is not participation BS. So that was a botched move. And and Carter just brought up Pickens with the Steelers. He's having a decent year. That's a guy that Pace could have gone after in the draft. He didn't do it. He went after defensive players to start. Jarvis on the south side. You're on ESPN one thousand.
4: First of all, happy New Year's. Great show as always. Happy I'm New grateful. Year. Um, I wish you all would get rid of these bums that's talking about. <laughs> the quarterback positions. We got more holes on this team than a damn quarterback. And for the last caller who say, uh Pace made the mistake with uh and wasn't able to fix him, well, let me correct him. He made the mistake by picking Mitch Trubisky, but before he left, he fixed that mistake and he brought just uh, Fields in. Now, with this top pick, if it's me personally, you got more holes on the roster than you got walking on the west side at 2 a.m. in the morning. I would take that pick, I'd pick it down, I wouldn't go past five. You got enough cap space, you're going to still get rid of some of these twinky with no feeling type-ass players that you got on the squad. So, I mean, the man been on the job in less than a year. If we was patient with this last bum who was the GM and we've been patient with the way Ted Phillips been doing crap, give this man a chance. Okay. Hell, we watched the Cubs for hundred some years, and we waited on them. Get this man a chance. I'm gonna sit back, and listen to y'all, because these people calling him—I don't even drink. from the damn near lead me to some liquor. I'm oh. a great that.
1: Okay, Jarvis. Thank you for the phone call. I'd say this: I'm not waiting a hundred years for the Bears to figure this out. This
2: is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000.
1: from Adam Schefter, the Cardinals have fired Cliff Kingsbury who 10 months ago signed a cont- uh, contract extension through 2027. So the Cardinals are now searching for a new head coach. Breaking news from Adam Schefter on ESPN.com. The Cardinals have fired Cliff Kingsbury Is the regular season ended yesterday in the NFL. And today is always referred to as Black Monday in the NFL when it comes to coaches. The Cardinals will be searching for a new head coach. Black Abdal, we're in for Greeny.
3: You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.